All right, welcome back to the podcast. I am Jesse, and I'm recording this podcast on a Tuesday. So we're pretty much 48 hours removed from the Cincinnati Bengals losing to the Kansas City Chiefs in the AFC title game on Sunday night, 23-20. to It was tough, guys. Like, don't get me wrong. Didn't, didn't want the season to end because... It was a very special year coming off the Super Bowl run last year. And then the way this team started off 0-2, everyone thought this team was not going to make the playoffs, Super Bowl hangover, all that stuff. And then for this team to go on the 10-game winning streak, head into playoffs, win the wildcard game against the Ravens in dramatic fashion, dominate the Buffalo Bills in Buffalo in the divisional round, and then... For the fourth time in a calendar year, play the Kansas City Chiefs for the second straight season in the AFC title game in Arrowhead Stadium in Kansas City, where the Bengals won last year. Unfortunately, they didn't get it done. And eventually, the Kansas City Chiefs were going to beat the Cincinnati Bengals, all right? Bengals are still 3-1 against the Chiefs, but now we can say that Bengals Chiefs are officially a rivalry. But it doesn't mean that I'm happy that the Bengals lost this game. It's a great year all in all. Like we'll recap this 2022 season in a future podcast, but it sucks. It really does because I was very confident that the Bengals were going to beat the Chiefs even though I knew the Chiefs were going to be motivated because they don't want to go down 0-4 against the Bengals. And then all the quote-unquote trash talking with the Cincinnati mayor. He really doesn't know how to trash talk. And frankly, he needs to never, ever, ever trash talk ever again in his term as mayor of the, of the city of Cincinnati. But that should not mean that we should be blaming him for the reason why the Bengals lost on Sunday night against the Chiefs. Did the mayor play on the field in Air Herald Stadium? No. So, to the fans out there, the Bengals fans that are just like, oh my God, the mayor jinxed us. Shut the hell up, okay? Please stop. Because... His trash talking, his lame trash talking, had no bearing in the result on Sunday night. So I, I just, just being on social media and just reading people saying, oh, you jinxed us, Mayor. Uh, don't ever blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like what, what, like, what are we doing, guys? The Bengals lost the game. The Bengals had a shot to win this game. They had many opportunities, many opportunities. And we didn't get the job done, period. So quit blaming the Mayor. And then the Borough had trash talking. I mean, yes, the Bengals and Joe Burrow came into this game. 3-0 against the Chiefs. And Mike Hilton on the sideline in Buffalo last week was saying, we'll see you all in Borough Head. That was the quote he said. NFL Films, they caught that on the mic up. Um, the Chiefs got really butthurt about it. Their fans got butthurt all about it. And you know what? Hey, they use that to, for their motivation. Good for them. But 
I don't think that's trash talking. That's just, you know, playing on just being fun trash talking. And some of y'all Chiefs fans and also some of the players took that so serious to heart that after the game, you guys were like, oh, smoking on that Joe Burrow pack. Listen, listen, I took my comeuppance all yesterday on social media, on Twitter, on the Twitter spaces. I did because the Bengals lost. And you know what? I said because they were going to beat the Chiefs and they didn't. So I took all the shit right for deserve. I shook the Chiefs' hands, the Chiefs' fans' hands, even though I didn't shook their hands in person. But I shook their hand on social media and said, good game. We see you guys next year in this same position in the AFC title game. And hopefully this time we'll be hosting it in Paycor Stadium. Bengals got to get a number one seed next year. Because I'm not trying to go back to Arrowhead Stadium. Not, I'm not saying that I'm afraid to go back there because we already won there before. And we could have won it on Sunday night. But it's time for the Chiefs to play a fucking road game in the NFL playoffs. In Patrick Mahomes' career as a Chiefs quarterback in the playoffs, he hasn't played a road game. The Chiefs have hosted the AFC title game five straight seasons. So it is so important for the Bengals. So important for them to get that number one seed next season. All right, so let's talk about the game. And going into the game, I think we all were like, you know what? Man, the Bengals off the line with three backups, Max Sharping, Jackson Carmen, Hakeem Adeniji. Oh, they're going to carry this momentum into Arrowhead Stadium. They're going to rock out. They're going to block out. Chris Jones and Frank Clark and George Karloffis. Oh, it's going to be great. And then the Chiefs won the toss. They choose to defer to the second half. And I was like, damn, y'all done fucked up. So, hey, perfect. Give the Bengals the ball to begin the game. Score a touchdown. Set the tone. Well, that didn't really happen because (sighs) Joe Burrow was sacked on the Bengals' first offensive drive of the game. And that drive only took five plays, four yards, two minutes and 49 seconds off the clock. When Joe Burrow was sacked by Frank Clark, I was like, this could be a long night for the offensive line. Because during that drive, during those five plays, I could just tell that the Chiefs were getting pressured, and they had a good plan. They had a good plan for us. It's unfortunate that Alex Kappa didn't play in this game because when the Bengals and Chiefs matched up back in week 13 in the regular season, Kappa did play and he did a great job of making sure Chris Jones don't go loose. Unfortunately, Kappa didn't start because he had that ankle injury. And Max Sharping, the backup, he got destroyed by Chris Jones. Like every time, every time the Bengals were on offense and I'd be looking at the Chiefs D line, I was just circling out Chris Jones. And I just see Max Sharping. And even times when Chris Jones didn't get to Joe Burrow, every time the ball was hiked, Chris Jones was always winning that matchup like that. And I was just like, oh my gosh, this is not even fair. At all. <laughs> but it is what it is, you know. It's just unfortunate that the Bengals off the line 
first 15 games of the season, everyone was healthy. Every, they started every single game with the same lineup with Collins, Volson, Karras, Jonah, missing somebody, Kappa. 15 games of the season, the first 15. Same lineup, and they were getting better throughout the season. And then Collins goes down with the injury. And then Kappa goes down with the injury. <laughs> and it's just and then Williams goes down with the injury. And it's like, what are we doing? And then we're down to three backups. And they played well in Kansas City. I'm sorry, they played well in Buffalo. But they didn't play well in the biggest game of the season in Kansas City for the AFC title game, unfortunately. Damn. So just hope next year. You just hope that next year that Collins will be healthy. Even though his knee is torn up before that injury, he was still dealing with a back injury. So he wasn't really 100% all season. So he'll have an off season to rehab his knee. And he'll have an all off season to just get that back to 100%. And then Kappa will hopefully be back to 100%. And then... I don't know what we're going to do with Jonah. I believe he's still... I still I, blah, blah, blah. I still think he's going to be the starter next year. But I bet that the Bengals will still bring back Jackson Carmen. And he needs to prove himself in training camp. He didn't. But I feel like the sample size he'd have with the Bills game and the Chiefs game... I think he's earned the right to come back to the team and see what he'll do with his opportunity. So, something to look forward to when training camp gets along. And I'm just counting counting the days. I cannot wait for July. Cannot. All right, so, Chiefs first off the drive. They went seven plays, 39 yards. Took three minutes and 21 seconds off the clock. It ended with a Harrison Butker 43-yard field goal. That made it 3 nothing. Cincinnati, second drive. They punted it. And Joe Burrow was sacked by Chris Jones. And also, he was sacked as well in this drive. A, a split sack by Willie Gay and Frank Clark. So, in that drive, Burrow was sacked twice. And <laughs> that's when he just knew everything was was going to be a nightmare for the Bengals line. And in the Chiefs, their second drive, they go 12 plays, 61 yards, 6 minutes and 18 seconds off the clock. The defense did its job by holding them to field goals. Butker hits a, let's see, it was a 24-yard field goal. So, in the first quarter, the Bengals only down 6 nothing, with Joe Burrow getting sacked three times in that quarter. As I was watching the game, I'm like, okay... Even though it looks really bad right now for the Bengals' offense, the defense is, what's that thing they say in the NFL and just in any sport? Bend but don't break. So that was good. And the Bengals' offense finally got something going in their third offensive drive of the game. They went 13 plays, 63 yards, took 6 minutes and 22 seconds off the clock. It unfortunately ended up in the field goal from McPherson from 30 yards. And I said during my preview of this game on Friday that the Chiefs came into this game as a 31st ranked red zone defense. And when the Bengals 
have the opportunity to score points in the red zone. They have to score six and not three. So it's unfortunate that they didn't score six in this drive because on third down, Burr, he was scrambling through a dot to Hayden Hurst. Unfortunately, the defender of the Chiefs made a nice play, but it wasn't Hurst. It was in Hayden Hurst's hands. Ugh. It was a, such a great throw by Burr, but you got to give credit to the Chiefs player by making that nice play. I think that was Justin Reed. Yeah, tune in the can. Made a nice catch. I mean, he made a nice defensive play. All right, so 6-3 Chiefs. And then the Chiefs' second drive, not second drive, the third offensive drive of the game. They finally get a touchdown. They go eight plays, 75 yards. Took four minutes and 43 seconds off the clock. Mahomes on fourth and one, okay? Fourth and one from the Bengals 14, right? I knew Andy Reid was going to go for it. So they called timeout. And I'm thinking to myself, they're going to run the ball with Pacheco. Nope. Mahomes on shotgun. Scrambling, scrambling, looking for somebody. And then Travis Kelsey, one-on-one with safety Jesse Bates in the end zone. You talk about a mismatch. Kelsey catches it, 14 yards, touchdown Chiefs, 13-3, Kansas City. I'm thinking to myself, damn, you need a double-team Kelsey. And that play was developing, and (sighs) Bengals just couldn't get pressure on Mahomes. So even though he was scrambling this play with his bum-ass ankle, he was still able to find Travis Kelsey on the run, and Kelsey was one-on-one with Bates. And I'm like, why is that happening? Why is there not a double team on Kelsey? Ugh. 13-3, Kansas City. Bengals next drive. It's, uh, third and two from the Bengals 30 from the Bengals 33. I think there was miscommunication between Joe Burr and T. Higgins because Burr threw the pass. And Higgins was now looking. He was still running the route. And Watson from the Chiefs intercepted it. Because Saber didn't throw that pass right away with T now looking. That could have been a big yardage or it could have been a touchdown. But there was miscommunication between the two. And then Watson picks it off for the Chiefs. Damn. But the Bengals offense, I'm sorry, the Bengals defense did force the Chiefs to go three and out. And then Bengals last offensive drive of the first half was much needed. Started from the 10-yard line. They go 12 plays, 90 yards, took two minutes and three seconds off the clock. It ended up with a McPherson field goal from 23 yards out. Oh. I was thinking to myself, okay. I'm thinking to myself, okay. You had two chances in the red zone, and the Chiefs came into this game dead last in red zone defense, and the Bengals only settled for three. Ugh. I looked when I was watching that, and I looked back, and I was like, damn. The Bengals would have scored seven in those possessions. Bengals would be up 14 to 13 at halftime, but it didn't. They had to settle for three. So, halftime, Chiefs 13, Bengals 6. All right, second halftime, Lou Anarumo defense, make some adjustments. 
make some adjustments on offense with the offensive line and protection. Joe Burrow got to be better. Everyone all around, the whole team needs to be better in the second half. So, Chiefs get the ball to begin the second half. They go three and out. Good job, defense. And then, the Bengals finally get a touchdown. Eight plays, 62 yards. Took three minutes and 35 seconds off the clock. Joe Burrow found T. Higgins. T. Higgins went up and just mossed that catch. T. Higgins with the longest arms ever. Catches it for a 27-yard touchdown reception. You heard all the T. chants in Arrowhead Stadium. It was beautiful. Tie game. Momentum. Cincinnati. And I could tell Chiefs fans while watching the game on TV, they were getting nervous. They're like, oh, God, here we go again. We get a lead at halftime. We feel like we've been dominating the first half, which you guys were. But we only have a seven-point lead at halftime. Come out the second half. <laughs> go three and out of offense. And then the Bengals score their first touchdown in the game. And now all of a sudden, this game's tied up at 13. Yikes. Unfortunately, the Bengals' defense didn't do its job in the, in the Chiefs' second offensive drive of the second half. Chiefs go 11 plays, 77 yards. Took 5 minutes and 39 seconds off the clock. Third and 10. Third and 10 from Cincinnati's 19. Uh, uh. This is a part in the game that made me mad. It's like, third and 10 from the 19. Just stop them there. You'll force them for, for a chip shot field goal. Unfortunately... Patrick Mahomes finds Marquez Valdez scantly for a 19-yard touchdown reception. It looked like Mike Hilton was going to make a play out of it. It could have been a pick. It could have been a batted ball down. He just missed it, and Valdez scantly made a nice catch. I couldn't believe it because I thought Valdez scantly dropped the ball because I thought Hilton tipped the ball while Mahomes was about to th- when Mahomes threw it. It was the direction of Mike Hilton. I'm like, okay, this is going to be batted ball down. Okay, incomplete. No. All you see is Valdez Scantley. Chiefs celebrating. And I just like was like, oh my gosh, give me a break. Touchdown, Chiefs, 2013. <clears throat> that was a bummer. That was a bummer right there. All the momentum was on the Bengals' side. And then that happens. Ugh, unbelievable. Bengals get the ball. They go three and out of offense. It ended up on a, let's see. Pretty sure. Okay, the the, the killer in that drive was Volson holding because Burrow found Chase for 19 yards. And then it was brought back because Cordell hold it on that play. And then... Burrow was trying to find T. Higgins deep on third and 17. And it went incomplete. So Bengals had a punt. And then the Chiefs get the ball back. And on first and 10 from Cincinnati's 46-yard line, Mahomes shotgun formation. Hikes the ball. Okay. He attempts to throw it. Lost the ball in the air. Clear fumble. Sam Hubbard recovers it, recovers it at the Chiefs 45. I was like, whoa. 
I'm thinking to myself, the Bengals need a turnover because the Chiefs were moving in that drive. And I just had a feeling that if the Chiefs would have scored a touchdown there to make it 27-13, then game over. But that was huge. That was so huge. That Mahomes just fumbled the ball in the air. And I'm like, thank you, God. Okay, there's life. So Hubbard recovers it. Bengals have new life. Bengals get the ball. Six plays, 45 yards. Took two minutes and 25 seconds off the clock. Fourth and six, all right? Fourth quarter. Chiefs 41. You're down seven. Your season's on the line. Go for it. Don't punt the ball. Go for it. Christmas not having a good punting day. Go for it. So, fourth and six. Joe Burrow goes back to pass. He's probably he's probably just like, fuck it. Jamar's, Jamar's Chase is somewhere out there. He just threw it up. Chase, two defenders. What a catch. Holds it in. 35 yards to the Chiefs' six. First and goal, Bengals. I was like, whoa. I was waiting for that. I was just waiting for the Bengals just to be like, you know what? Let's just chuck it up to our, our superstar receiver. And they finally did. Second and goal from the Chiefs' second. Second and goal from the Chiefs' second. Second and goal from the Chiefs' two. Samaj P. Ryan runs it in for a two-yard touchdown. 20-20. Here we go, baby. Now, game on. <laughs> okay. The Chiefs' next drive. The first drive of the fourth quarter was crazy. Eight plays, 18 yards, four minutes, 12 seconds off the clock. As I'm looking at the plays, there was two, I'm sorry, counted three third and nines because the officials were about to blow the clock or blow their whistles. They couldn't hear because Arrowhead's so loud, right? And that play was already run. You're thinking, okay, Bengals got the stop. Fourth down, Chiefs are punting. Nope. Let's redo the play. I was calm all game, but when that happened, I lost it because I'm like, nah, that's bullshit right there. It's like, what the fuck are we doing? Really? Really? You couldn't hear? What do you expect? You're playing Airhead Stadium. You got to have better communication. Like, I didn't understand that at all. I was so confused. I was so angry. I'm like, wow. Cool. Okay. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> and then that happened, and then Eli Apple got called for a holding, defensive holding, and I'm just like, oh, the Chiefs are getting so many chances. They had like six downs, it felt like, in that drive. Thankfully, the Bengals' defense was able to hold. Because say if the Chiefs scored a touchdown in that drive, woo, 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 oh, oh boy. You talk about me going off on social media. But thankfully, the Bengals' defense was able to hold. So the Bengals' offense get the ball back with a chance to take the lead. And then Burrow on third and three from the 36. <sighs> I wish they would have ran the ball. I get it. They weren't running the ball well. But third and three, at least try to run the ball. Joe Burrow was trying to find T. Higgins deep. In the right-hand corner of the sideline. It was tipped by Brian Cook, who made a nice play. And it into the hands 
of Williams for the Chiefs for an interception. That was a bummer. Even though it initially, I'm like, okay. It was pretty much like a punt, but still, uh, you could at least just try to run the ball and get the first down. If they would have done that, I'm not saying they would have got the first down, but say if they did, you keep that drive going and just never know what was going to happen. So that was a bummer. So that was Joe Burr's <clears throat> second interception in the game. Chiefs get the ball back. They punted after seven plays. So the Bengals' defense was doing their job. And then the Bengals' last offensive drive of the season goes seven plays, 22 yards, two minutes, the time it took off. If you would have told me that Joe Burr, okay, tie game, two minutes left of the fourth quarter, two timeouts with a shot to send your team Back to the Super Bowl for the second straight season. I would have took that to the bank. I would have been like, yes, the Bengals are going to drive down the field. And Evan McPherson is going to do it again in that stadium. And we're going to celebrate because the Bengals are going back to the Super Bowl. Representing the AFC in the Super Bowl. And being the Chiefs again in Harrowhead in the AFC title game. Four in a row. I would have taken that. Unfortunately, that didn't happen. In that drive, the Bengals were faced with third and 16 from their 10. Burrow found Hayden Hurst for a 23-yard game. I'm thinking myself, holy shit. 50 seconds, 56 seconds left at the Chiefs 33. At the Bengals 33, I'm sorry. I'm like, oh my gosh, okay, we're gonna we're gonna get a field goal out of this. And then Burrow found Hayden Hurst for two yards. Bengals called a timeout. Incomplete. And then on third and eight from the Bengals 35, Chris Jones, who was just an animal all game, <sighs> sacked Joe Burrow. And then the Chiefs called a timeout. And then Chrisman punted it to Shy Moore. And he had a good return of 29 yards. That pretty much set the Chiefs up in their own 47. The refs missed a block in the back. I'm not going to talk about the refs because it's irrelevant, even though they were inconsistent in this game. I'm not going to waste my time talking about them because they know they they, they know they called a shitty game, but the Bengals had opportunities and they didn't cash it in, period. And then Chiefs get the ball, and then on third and four, more homes were scrambling. Going for the, going for the first down line. And then he was out of bounds. And then, unfortunately, Joseph Osai, he he shoved him, but it wasn't maliciously. He just shoved him with two hands. And that's always going to be a flag. Unnecessary roughness, 15 yards. And then that just gave the Chiefs an easy room to make the field goal from the Bengals 27. Osai played a great game. Unfortunately, he made one mistake, but he was great all game. He was pretty much one of few players on the defensive line that was actually getting pressure on Patrick Mahomes. Just unfortunate that people are talking about that play because he did so much to try to at least get Mahomes uncomfortable in the pocket in the second half. So, Osai, we're with you, and he's gonna he's gonna have a great year next year. I just feel it. I really do. Just kind of, it really sucks seeing him crying the sidelines after the game. 
And then the Chiefs brought on Harrison Butker. I'm thinking to myself, okay, 45 yards. He's missed six field goals this year. I'm like, okay, he could miss it, but hit a dead center from 45 yards. It's good. Chiefs win 23-20, and they're off to the Super Bowl to take on the Philadelphia Eagles. Good luck. Not really. I hope you guys lose. Fuck them. <laughs> but, yeah, unfortunately. Damn. Damn, damn, damn. Damn, damn, damn. It's unfortunate, but, hey, you know what? It happens. Like I said in the beginning of the podcast, the Chiefs were bound to beat the Bengals. Um, I just feel like the Bengals, they had their chance to win this game. They really did. The Chiefs did not blow us out. They did not. They only won by three. They needed a field goal. All these four matchups, the final score margin has been three points. Whew. You talk about just both teams just evenly matched. It comes down to a field goal. Literally, it does. Okay, let's look at these stats. Joe Burrow. He didn't play his best game, obviously. 26 with 41. 270, one touchdown, two interceptions. He was sacked five times. The Bengals running game only had 71 yards. Mixon, eight carries for 19 yards. Joe Burrow had more rushing yards than Mixon. Four carries for 30 yards. Samaji Pirine, five carries for 22 yards, including that touchdown. T. Higgins had a great game, six catches, 83 yards, including that touchdown. Jamar Chase, six catches, 75 yards. Tyler Boyd, oh, he was the like he was the only life in the Bengals offense in the first half. Two catches, 40 yards. Unfortunately, he hurt his thigh. Oh my gosh. When he made a nice catch to convert, it was a 25-yard, 24-yard gain in the first quarter and then he hurt his thigh and he was out for the whole game that was unfortunate it really was because you knew the Chiefs were going to take away Jamar Chase double team him trying to double team T Higgins if Boyd was able to play in this game I think that I think it would have been a different story I really believe it would have been so it's so so unfortunate he got hurt it really is Hayden Hurst had four catches for 37 yards and then, like I said, Joseph Osai played a great game. Look at the defense. Bengals, uncharacteristically, going into the season, well, going into this game, the Bengals, all season, great tackling team on defense. They missed some tackles in this game. And I was just like, oh, man, this is so uncharacteristic of this team. So that's unfortunate. McPherson was two for two for field goals. Like I said, Chrisman did not have a good punny night. He couldn't get hang time. He really couldn't. Tommy Townsend for the Chiefs. He was getting hang time in his punts, but Chrisman wasn't. So that was unfortunate. Cam Taylor Brett had a nice game. Oh, he had a he had a deflection. He had a pass def- um def- he had a pass batter down. There could have been an interception or it could have been a pick six. Oh, he was that close. Cam Taylor Britt had a great postseason in his rookie season. I'm looking forward to year two for Cam Taylor Britt. Played really great. Mm. 
Let's go to the Chiefs side. Mahomes with the ankle, 29 for 43, 326, two touchdowns, no pick, clearing that lost fumble. Bengals defense did a great job stopping the Chiefs run. Pacheco only ran for 10 carries for 26 yards. Valdez Scantley <laughs> killed us. Six catches, 116, touchdown. Kelsey, seven catches, 78 yards, a touchdown. Pacheco had some nice catches while receiving, breaking tackles too. Five catches for 59 yards. Hmm. And then you look at Chris Jones. This man had two sacks. Frank Clark had a one and a half sacks. Carl Aptis had a sack. Willie Gay had half a sack. Trent Duffy, Trent McDuffie had a good game. The Chiefs cornerbacks and safeties, they did a good job. And going into the game, I'm like, Chiefs have a better secondary than the Bills. But I still thought that Joe Burrow was, was still capable of cooking them. But with the lack of protection on the offensive line, it just didn't happen. So, yeah. Great season by the Bengals. Overall, the Bengals finished the season 14-5. and Back-to-back AFC North champions. Second consecutive AFC title game appearance. Mm. Won it last year, did not win it this year, unfortunately. And now we turn our heads to the offseason. Let's see how much money Joe Burrow is going to get paid. This is, his, this is his time to get that big contract extension. And then the key free agents by the Bengals, who are they going to keep, who are they going to let go. And yeah, it's going to be... It's going to be one interesting offseason for the Cincinnati Bengals. But as fans, we should be looking forward to it. And you're going to see some players that you guys love. They're probably going to leave because it's just a business. And you're going to see a lot of dollar bills. Mainly for Joe Burr because he deserves it. All right. So... Let's see, let me get my laptop to load a little bit. <clears throat> come on, come on, come on. I'm just going to read you guys the final stats of the season for everyone. Joe Burrow in the postseason, 721 passing yards. Joe Mixon, 163. Jamar Chase, 220. Logan Wilson, 23 tackles. Keen Davis-Gator had one pick, including... Cam Taylor Britt had a pick as well. And then overall for the season, Joe Burrow passed for 4,475 yards, 35 touchdowns, and 12 interceptions. Joe Mixon, he ran for 814 yards, 7 touchdowns. Jamar Chase, 1,046 yards, 9 touchdowns. T. Higgins, 1,029 yards and 7 touchdowns. Tyler Boyd, 762, 5 touchdowns. Joe Mixon caught the ball really well this year, 441 receiving yards and 2 touchdowns. 
Hayden Hurst, great acquisition for this team. 414 receiving yards and two touchdowns. Samaj P. Ryan, 287 receiving yards and four touchdowns. Also on the ground, Samaj P. Ryan had 394 rushing yards and two touchdowns. And then on defense, Logan Wilson led the team with 123 tackles. Jermaine Pratt might not be back on the team for next year. Might He might be. He might not be. 99 tackles. And then Von Bell has 77 tackles. Jesse Bates. Love what Jesse Bates did for this team. He was there in the beginning when this team and this franchise was sucking. And then he's been there since the... The new beginnings and the new come up of the franchise. He definitely did play his final game as a Bengal. And he had a good season. He had a good postseason as well. We wish Jesse all the best. And yeah. It's a bummer that the Bengal season's ending. DJ Reader, all pro year. Cam Taylor Britt, great rookie year. Mike Hilton had a great year. Sam Hubbard, B.J. Hill, Trey Hendrickson. Zach Carter had a great rookie season as well. Dax Hill had some ups and downs. He's going to be fine. He's probably going to be your starting safety next year. And then don't forget, Chinaduba Wuzie lost him to a 20 CL this season. He's going to be back next year. And then we got Joseph Osai, who's going to be even better next year. He's going to be motivated. Cam Sample had a great year as well. It's going to be okay, Bengals fans. It, it sucks right now. I'm already getting over the loss. And we just got to look forward to the offseason, the NFL draft, rookie mini camps, and then OTAs, and then training camp, preseason, and then September for the regular season games. All right, looking forward to it. It's been such a great season. Just talking Bengals football on this podcast with you guys. I'm not going away. I am not going away. We will still talk Bengals during the offseason. I will have at least an episode or two each week. Just pretty much getting my thoughts on who the Bengals are going to keep who the Bengals not going to keep, and then pretty much talk about what they need to do in the NFL draft to get better on the team and just other random things. But we'll still talk Bengals football. Uh, do I really have to talk about the Reds? It, it they, they, Reds are bad. Reds are bad. I don't think I'm going to talk about the Reds this year. They don't give me reason for hope at all. If they win over 60 games, they'll get a podcast episode, okay? How about that? But other than that, hell no. I will talk a little bit about FC Cincinnati. UC men's basketball season still going on, so I'll talk about them as well more since the Bengals season has concluded. And then we'll talk about Cincinnati Bearcats football. Big 12 schedule just came out today, so that's exciting. I'm looking forward to that. I'm not sure how the team's going to do in the new conference in year one. It's kind of nerve-wracking, kind of nervous, but it is what it is. 
But yeah, it's been so much fun this season. And I can't wait to just talk about Bengals football and recapping games, instant reactions next season. So we have to wait till September for the next instant reaction pod and recap pod. It's going to take forever, but it's we're pretty much in February now. As I record this podcast, it's the last day of January. So this month has just went by so quick. So Bengals football will be back just like that. So I appreciate you guys listening all season. We're still going to do off-season podcasts. I'm not going away. And yeah. Who day? Who day as always and keep your heads up Bengals fans. This is just the beginning. As Joe Burrow says, his window is his whole career. So the Bengals will be back in this position next year, okay? And this time, we're going to win it. And also, we're going to get that ring, too. Okay? The Bengals are winning a Super Bowl. And I just can't wait for Joe Burrow's revenge tour. Just the whole team in general. I cannot wait for the revenge tour. It's going to be even more sweeter when we win it. So, I'm out. Love you guys. I appreciate you guys just listening all season. Podcast has been doing great. It's going to continue to get better. And... Hootay as always, Hootay for life. Love you guys. Peace.